our Buy More Save More event is going on today and tomorrow only. Spend $75, get $20 off. Spend $100, get $25 off. Or spend $150 and more and get $30 off your purchase in-store and online today and tomorrow only. More romance, more intimacy, more Today, I get to chat with Dr. Sadie Allison, America's Pleasure Coach, co-founder of Go Love CBD Natural Lubricant, and CEO of TickleKitty.com. Enjoy, and reach out to us if you have any questions. More romance, more intimacy, So I'm geeked to have you on the podcast today. Um, we have Dr. Sadie <laughs> Allison. Yes, she's author of six different books, all about sexual self-help. A lot of helpful words for couples, especially for women's sexuality, I believe. Your books are still in our stores for the most part. I see a, a few more often than others. I would say Tickle is Pickle is probably Lover's Lane's favorite. Uh, we mm. hear awesome things with that one. And it's really a question that I get a lot as a sales associate in our stores about, you know, how to give great oral for really everyone, but especially for men. Cause I know that I've heard you say it a couple different times is that no one teaches you how to have great sex. So what is it like initially that got you interested in sex ed? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, it wasn't anything I set out to do. It, it kind of was my calling. So in high school, I was one of the rare girls that was uninhibited. I wasn't conscious, uh, self-conscious about my body. I was having sex and having pleasure and uh, didn't grow up with, with a lot of shame or guilt around it, which a lot of people do. And so I was very comfortable talking about sex and I would talk to my girlfriends about it. And I found over and over that people were uncomfortable. They didn't know their bodies. They felt really weird talking about sex at all. And I found that so odd to me because I was on these complete opposite spectrums. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted my friends to have the same pleasure that I was having. So right. I, would, I would start with the question, well, do you masturbate at least? Do you know how to give yourself an orgasm? And I'd often get the, oh my God, how can you <laughs> ask me that? <laughs> and I'm like, well, do you? <laughs> so um, as it turned out, um, the answer is no. And so I started teaching my girlfriends how to self-pleasure so that they can have an orgasm. And it was just by telling them a little bit about their body, about the clitoris. Um, And at the time, Astroglide was the big lubricant many years ago (laughs) and different ways to touch. And most importantly, it was permission. It was, hey, Sadie's doing it. So I guess I can go do it. It seems like it might feel good. And I guess why not? So really just helping people to open up to their own sexuality and uh, know that gift uh, the gift of pleasure is their birthright and to give them that, that okay, that is to do that. So that, that ended up becoming my, uh, hobby. I became the go-to <laughs> girl for sex advice for guys and girls. Mm-hmm. And anytime someone would have a section, they, someone would say, Oh, well, go ask Sadie. She'll know. And so I was, uh, nicknamed back then little Dr. Ruth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And then all through college, I was always giving advice and afterwards and always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, but the whole sex advice thing was my hobby and I uh, continued to do that. And then one day I taught yet one, not another person how to have an orgasm. And I said, gosh, you know, I tell these women 
the same pieces of information that I have shaped over the years to know that if I say this, 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 and this, there's a lot of success. And then I said, gosh, I, I wish I could help more women beyond people I just talk to on a daily basis. Like maybe I should write a, a manual or something and I can go to Kinko's and photocopy it and put a couple drawings in there, maybe sell a couple sex toys. And so I had this idea to kind of package my sex information that was helping people. And so I started researching self-pleasure and read all the books, you know, the Betty Dodson books, the, the other retailers books and anything I can find my, get my hands on to like really learn even more. Yeah. And in doing, in doing so, I realized just how much more information was out there that I didn't even know. And I said, wow, you know, the fact that I already knew more than everyone I spoke to. And now I just did all this research and just educated myself on the rest. This resource I want to put together will be really helpful. And so that kind of got me into self-publishing. It was never planned, just yeah. kind of organically happened with the passion. And I came out with my very first book, um, Tickle Your Fancy, A Woman's Guide to Sexual Self-Pleasure. Perfect. Yeah. You really kind of provided like almost like a therapy to people, like a safe space where you're like, no, like we're going to talk about this and we're going to move forward and you come back and you tell me how it goes. You know, I love that. I kind of love that like story of you providing them their right to have pleasure. So did you feel like when you were growing up that that was provided for you as well? You know, interestingly enough, um, there was no shame around sexuality in my house. And I grew up in the seventies in San Francisco. So my parents were hippies and I found my dad's Playboy magazines under the bed. That's awesome. <laughs> and I remember walking in on my parents having sex a couple of times and my mom was in lingerie and I knew I wasn't supposed to see, but I think that implanted something. And um, I used to listen to a lot of Prince music when Prince, the musician was coming about and he, I don't know if you ever really paid attention to his okay. lyrics, but a lot of nasty stuff, oh, yeah. stuff, stuff <laughs> about blowjobs and coming and mm -hmm. you know all night long. Yeah, so nothing different being, like, on the radio now, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like WAP. Mm -hmm. WAP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so I was always um, a sensual uh, girl and always in tune with my body. I even learned how to how to masturbate um, as a young child, probably maybe seven, which mm -hmm. is very common. Um, just to the moms out there that are listening, don't get freaked out if you see your daughter or your son touching themselves. It's, they don't know it's sexual necessarily, but it's just a part of their body that feels good when touched. Mm -hmm. Just like you might get a massage on your shoulders and you're like, oh, that feels great. Well, kids discover their clitoris or their penises by a blanket being pulled through the legs. And you're like, ooh, what was that little tickly sensation? That actually was nice. And then they, they learn to touch it. It feels good. It's totally innocent. So I learned at a young age, and so I'd been orgasming, and then when I started um, having sex, uh, I was able to communicate what I wanted, and so that that confidence mm -hmm. and that, that kind of no-holds-barred open space for me is what allowed me to have my own pleasure, but then also want to be able to share it with everyone that I realized wasn't in a mindset to let themselves Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of shame, like guilt, um, a lot of pressure too, that they're going to get in high school or anywhere, you know, just from their friends with like kind of their sexuality. And we were talking before the recording too, that we have kids and mm -hmm. I, you know, I play stepmom, so it's a little bit easier for them to come to me, I think, than, than their birth parents. So it's nice to be able to kind of have like, you know, give the kids that are growing up that have questions, real answers. It, mm -hmm. it will definitely help in the long run with 
learning more about your body as you get older. Absolutely. It's really, yeah. I, I, you know, and I was, I was commending you for, for being a stepmom. That is not easy. And a lot of people don't do it successfully, but the fact that your stepchildren are coming to you and with questions around sexuality, um, bravo to Thanks. you for yeah. having, having that foundation and relationship. That's, yeah, I appreciate that's it. Special. And you're right. It's so important to talk to your kids about sex because they're not doing it at school. And so when you think about it, your kids are learning about sex through hearsay comments from their friends who may or may not have good information or they're watching porn and as we know that's a great great form of entertainment but it's not real life and it's definitely not how most girls are going to want to receive pleasure so with with that said it's so important and it is the parent's job to set your kids up right on the right path in life just like you might teach them about finances or Mm -hmm. why it's so important to get good grades in school so that you can get into a good college and have a good career those are great life lessons to be talking about, but sexuality is so still left under the table. It's really sad. And so I encourage anybody listening to this podcast that is a parent um, to, to boys or girls mm-hmm. to have comfortable, safe, open conversations with them about sex. And, you know, people ask me, well, how do I know what to say and when to say it? And, and the rule of thumb is age appropriate answers. Yep. So if your six or seven-year-old kid is asking you about the private parts, you would want to tell them what the real anatomical names are. Don't be shy and embarrassed because it's just a part of your body like any other part. Um, and then you don't need to go too much into detail. You can just say that's how babies are made when two people come together. You know, you can keep it real right. brief. If they're 15 or 16 and they really want to know, like, you know, so what is sex like, you can tell them you know, and get a little more specific. I mean, and, and at that age and in this time in, in the world with the internet, mm-hmm. they know way more than you even think they know oh, for already. Sure. <laughs> yeah. They've yeah. seen it, they've heard it, their friends are doing it. So, you know, be that star for them and know that you're giving them a gift. You Absolutely. know, I just had a, I have a girlfriend who's my, my age, you know, I'm middle, I'm 50. She's, she's around the same age and she grew up with a lot of shame uh, around sexuality and guilt. And that came from her parents body shaming her but also religion and society. Yeah. So she had told me, she goes, oh, I've never, she has a, an 18 and a 19 year old daughter. And she said, she's never talked to them about sex. Wow. I said, I said, really never. And she's like, well, no. And my mom never did either. And it's just something we just don't. And I said, well, well, gosh, you know, it's not too late. Have a conversation to like, give them that permission and empower them to know that it's not some scary kept under the table thing let them bloom into it and give them your blessings mm-hmm. and so she really resonated with her and I gave her a care package of sex toys I love my it. Book, <laughs> one for her and one for each of her daughters and she told me the other day she goes Sadie thank you so much for giving us this because it allowed us the platform to something to kind of have something to talk about so they had a conversation about sex and it was a healthy conversation and her daughter who has a boyfriend said to her that they picked up my book write them cowgirl mm. and she picked out <laughs> a new position and her and her boyfriend tried it and the fact that her daughter shared that with her and that her her daughter is actually has a tool to explore more more sex and herself and to have a guide and that she spoke with her mom about her mom felt she she was like so grateful because now her children can go off into life and not carry that stigma. Yeah, exactly. It just makes you feel more comfortable about yourself and with your relationships with other people too. Absolutely. So let's say that like somebody had a lot of shame or stigma, they still feel that way. 
maybe as all through high school and they're growing up now and then they're in their twenties, thirties, forties, even, and they still have that shame. Mm -hmm. I see customers like that often. I have to explain to 50 or 60 year old women where their clitoris is sometimes if they, Oh, I've never had a toy. I want to try one. What do you suggest? I'm like, well, have you had one before? And if they say no, then I'm like, well, have you ever just, you know, used something for external, internal, what would you be into? And I don't know, maybe external. And they don't even understand what that means. They just want a rubbing sensation. Of course they do. They've bumped their clitoris a couple of times, right? But they're like, well, where does it go? And I hear that so often. So if you were to talk to someone like that, how do you kind of like break down to them that the stigma, you know, it's okay for them to be sexual with themselves mm-hmm. or others? That's, that's, that's a great question. And the ones that you were sharing just now is where I would, one way I would go to, you just mm-hmm. got to ask and kind of do a little discovery conversation. Um, just the fact that they're having a conversation with you and you're asking some good questions that maybe they hadn't even thought about or even knew to ask themselves, that's the first start. The, the fact that there's curiosity and that there's someone for them to talk to. So I really love that Lover's Lane has such a great staff that's so well-trained in this area to really help all the customers that come in. Because like you said, mm-hmm. there's a lot of women and men that still need a lot of help in this area. So one thing I do in, in those discovery questions is I kind of find out where they're at education-wise so I can kind of gauge their comfort level. So if someone seems pretty timid and even blushes a lot, if I ask a simple question about their anatomy, I kind of know, <laughs> yep, are the giggles, oh. yeah, or they look away or whatever the body language is, right, that can kind of tell you what's going on for them. Um, that helps steer me in the type of questions I might ask or what I might suggest. And if someone's just kind of opening up to their sexuality, education is key. Mm-hmm. The more they know about their bodies, the more they know what it's capable of, the more comfortable they'll be when they start using the toys. And that was part of why um, the how-to sex books that I've written that cover, like you said, Tickle His Pickle, about oral sex, self-pleasure, positions, right and cowgirl, anal sex, Tickle My Tush. Um, those are all great resources to really get a full picture of what's available and then there's so much more yeah but sometimes starting them off with something like a book as a resource can kind of ease them into sex toys if they're not quite ready for the vibrator yet so that's where I start and then if it's um if they're ready to try something then I start with a topical clitoral toy yeah uh you know and I I like the touch x by we vibe that's a mm-hmm. great product it's got all the different I, I like that it has a very low setting so I'd want to have the a quality toy with a variety of settings. So if it's someone that likes it really gentle and like the low thumping kind of vibration versus the high fast frequency, they'll have that flexibility. So it gives them the most opportunity for success in using the toy. I love toys like the Touch X, for example, that you can use really anywhere. Like you can rub anywhere. It's good for just like a massage or something for I, you know, I see a lot of couples too, that they've never had a toy and they don't know what they're doing with toys because it's always just been them and trying different positions, things like that. And now they're like, well, I want to explore all these different areas with vibration and having something just palm size that already sits in your hand that you can kind of do whatever you want with it. Clitoral, nipple, um, testicle play, even back massage, whatever. It's perfect for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really, you know, I've, I've, I've been in the sex toy and book publishing industry for 20 years in March. 
And so I've seen a lot of toys. I've Mm -hmm. seen them all. I've seen the industry evolve, which has been amazing um, where it's come from and where it is now. It's really exciting to have seen. But but yeah, the Touch X, uh, I tried recently and I really liked it. And Mm -hmm. I don't like many, I'm very picky about my toys, of course. Uh, The fact that you can actually use it during intercourse because the tip of it is narrow enough that it can fit between your two bodies. I really like as well. So the versatility of that toy, the quality, the quality of the silicone. And if she decides she wants to bring it into her relationship with her partner and use it during intercourse, it fits right in between nicely as well. So really great toy to be talking about and great first toy for somebody. Right. So do you think that you would maybe suggest a toy for like a couple that's kind of falling into a redundant sex routine or what else would you say? Um, Would you suggest a book to read together and maybe try something new every night or what's like from the doctor, what's prescribed Mm -hmm. for somebody that would come to you and say, I don't know, it's just the same thing over and over again. The magical answer is you got to do something new Yeah, because there's no, no cure for that. It's, it's, one is make it a, a priority, just like it is to get the kids off to school or everybody's got to have dinner. And, you know, those are your priorities. You make sure you, you do them and then other things fall off the plate. So number one is have a conversation with your partner. I'd like to spice things up. Um, let's together figure out how we might want to do that. And let's make it a priority and say, okay, by this time next week, next Friday night is our date night. So setting a date night, even though to some people that sounds corny, on the flip side, it helps, it works. And all of a sudden now you're like, Ooh, next Friday. Okay. So what am I going to do? So it actually gives you something to look forward to Mm -hmm. and know that you have a little assignment of what are you going to bring to the table? And that might be a new sexy pair of underwear or boy shorts or whatever it is that you want to do. That's just different than the norm. Get out of the sweatpants, (laughs) put on something that's a little cuter (laughs) for him. And he has to do the same. And I always recommend to couples remember that foreplay isn't just the 20 minutes before the action. It's, mm-hmm. It starts when you guys get up in the morning. It's those little text messages of, hey, honey, I'm thinking about you. It's, oh, I got you a little a little love note card. And when he got home from work, he found a card on, on the counter and just said a little sweet something in it. So you want to flirt with your partner again and make it a point. Choose one or two things, simple, easy, inexpensive, mm-hmm. and make a commitment that you're going to do that. So it's those kind of things. And then Lastly, when it comes to that date night, I always suggest either bringing a toy that you can use together as a couple, so like a vibrating penis ring, mm-hmm. or one for you, one for him, oh, or yeah. one for you, one for her, or what. So right. that way, it's a, the, the playing field's even, it's fair, especially if you're with a man and he's been a little wary of toys, or he's one of those guys that's like, ah, it's going to replace me, and oh, yeah. we know that's <laughs> not true. So right. get something that's just for him. There's so many men's strokers that are awesome today, and really nice, soft, cushiony fabrics that, that from what I hear, feels great. Yeah, they so, do. I'm jealous of those. Yeah, <laughs> You know? <laughs> yeah, know, they're the cool. Wave, mm-hmm. The arc wave is oh, awesome. Oh, Yeah. My, my partner, he gets to try all the men's toys. I make him. (laughs) And he said, he's never tried a men's toy like that before. And it's because of the air pulsation on the frenulum now, Mm -hmm. um, with the underside spot of the penis where the helmet of the penis and it connects on the underside and there's a little V. So that's the frenulum. Most people aren't aware that that's a pleasure spot for men. So it's like the new thing, just like years ago, the G spot and discovering Mm -hmm. that for women was like a new spot. So something for both parties and then something you can use together makes for a really fun night. 
and mm -hmm. also set set the tone. It should be fun and playful, not not serious and no goals that you have to accomplish. And it's okay if you don't even have an orgasm. Just just enjoy the adventure of it and the exploration. And if something is silly or you're trying something and someone falls off the bed and you crack up, then <laughs> that's part of the whole experience. So it's really just throwing some new things into the mix of being open-minded and playful and see what happens. Yeah. Your mindset changes so much when, as when you have that communication that this is something that you both need and you're on the same playing field as that, then it's so much easier to bring new things into the bedroom to try new things and to be open and have a stronger bond with each other. I think a lot of people like us will say, you know, you got to talk, you got to talk to your person, but it's like so essential that you have really great communication. Otherwise your sexuality yeah. is not there. Yeah. It really is. And something else I just wanted to add that I recommend if it feels like it might be a little awkward to just bring the toys yourself into the bedroom and uh, a buffer uh, to accomplish that is to ask your, take your partner out on a date and go into a lover's lane store together mm -hmm. and look around and browse around. And then you can observe what your lover's interested in. You can suggest things or you might be into butt play and not know if your partner would enjoy it or not. But this is the perfect opportunity to say, oh, look at all these interesting butt toys. What do you yeah. think about those? Hmm. So it's a great way to create conversations without you having to like bring it up out of the blue. Just take yourself into a lover of the playing store and everything's there for you to kind of like enjoy, laugh, be curious about, be like, oh my God, what is that? You know, it's, it's fun. It's mm -hmm. fun crap browsing around these stores. I think for me, it's kind of interesting how even like my job has evolved a little bit before when people were in a sex toy store. We would be, what are you looking for? Obviously you're in here. So what style toy are you looking for? And now we kind of recognize that they're in here for a date night or something. So instead of being, let me show you this, let me show you this, let me show you this. If you let the couple get together and have those conversations and you're just there for educating them, that really helps. I think too, because our customers are usually always repeat customers. They've tried something, they've loved it. They come back and they want to know what we have that's new. And what they can try. So I really do love that about my job. I do feel like I have a lot of education about the products that we sell. So it's just fun. You know, it's good for them and it's great for us too. But you created something with your partner, correct? Mm -hmm. The Go yep. Love Lube. Tell yeah. us just a little bit about what it is. I know a little bit, but I want to hear from you. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so being in the um, adult pleasure space for going on 20 years now, um, a couple of years ago, I got to a point where I said, you know, I've been selling sex toys and educating and writing books for so long. What would be a next best step for me in my career based on where I come from and my foundation? And where now that I'm in my middle age and I'm not, I'm not the young 20 and 30 year old teaching my friends about sex as, as like I was in those lifestyles before, I was wondering what was next for me as an educator. Uh, and then also at the same time, CBD yeah. um, was becoming a big thing Huge, yeah. <laughs> and very interested in that because of its therapeutic benefits. So like um, I went out and I was looking for, I'm like, well, I would like actually a, a nice a quality water-based lubricant with CBD in it for myself. And so in going out into the cannabis world and into the sex toy space, there wasn't one that I could find. And I was like, wow, you know, people need a water-based solution because it's condom safe and also the, for the healthy safe ingredients and for people that oil doesn't work mm -hmm. and also 
at the same time, I was talking with more and more women about sexual pain. Uh, the clinical term for that is dyspareunia, and it's basically um, pain typically from vaginal dryness or inflammation that could be from endometriosis, vaginismus. Yep. I have a lot of friends that are familiar with that. So yeah, yeah. it's very sad. Um, postpartum, menopausal symptoms, pelvic pain, dis, uh, pelvic floor dysfunction, women that have spasms in their pelvic muscles. So I didn't even realize just how serious this was. And the, the statistic is three out of four women will experience painful sex in their lifetime. Yeah. And that, and that's from all of these various conditions that are not talked about. Um, so I was like, wow, you know, there is a real need, not just for a CBD water-based lube, um, for the enjoyment of it and a clean water base, but the therapeutic benefits of CBD, which is an anti-inflammatory, this is well studied and documented and anti-anxiety, which so many women have sexual anxiety, whether it's because of body image issues, am I going to orgasm this time? Or maybe there's been past traumas and, and you're up in your head, like always in your or, head. Yeah. All yeah, it always, or you're anticipating pain that you might typically have. So that's going to tense you up and make you nervous. Um, men have their, their um, anxiety too around sex. So, so John and I came together and he is a, an engineer by trade and a super researcher. And he and I were researching CBD together and he's, he's our CBD expert on staff. And so together we brought on a PhD formulation scientist. I had my criteria on what I wanted this water-based lube to be, which was super high quality, body safe ingredients, non-irritating, no additives, no L-arginine, no, 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 nothing that's going to give you extra enhancement or tingly. I said it's just super clean, water-based, the least amount of ingredients necessary, and enough CBD where you're actually going to have the therapeutic benefits that women who have pain are looking for. Because some of the products out there in the cannabis space and sex have a little bit of CBD in there and it's probably not going to do much if you, if you seriously have pain or anxiety. Yeah. But um, so what we did was in our Go Love CBD lube, uh, we made a really clean quality water base and there's 200 milligrams of CBD, which pumps out an exact two milligrams per pump. Oh, so you can, act, you can actually dose it. And so that's the whole thing about CBD and tinctures or gummies, for example. It's like, well, how many milligrams am I getting per use? Right. And so if you're using a lubricant that's in a squirt bottle or a spray or something, you, you don't really know what you're getting. So mm -hmm. we thought of the fact that our lubricant packaging even for GoLove needs to be dosable. So we worked it out so that you do get two milligrams. So you can titrate. And that just means use a little more next time. Maybe you feel you need more or, ooh, that was kind of like, it felt great, but I'll use a little less next time. So you're able to gauge and use it as you, as you need. Right. And keep in mind that water-based is, it absorbs in your pore. So when you add more, do you think that, are you adding more milligrams or is that like, what happens when I need to add more slippery but not, I don't necessarily want the properties of CBD. Is it just kind of, should I keep another lube at my bed stand too? Or what do I do here? That's a great question. And I think what you just suggested is what I suggest. Okay. Because you will get more CBD with every pump. Mm -hmm. um, one full pump is um, four ml and um, two milligrams. 
So if you do want extra CBD or just more slips, you can have some, some additional products that you would mix it in with for sure. And we are thinking about coming out with a more potent um, CBD lube and maybe one with a little bit less. So we're kind of testing the market right now to get feedback on what women might want, but the, the 200 in the bottle seems to be working really well. Yeah, that's perfect. Cause then, you know, your bottle can last you a little bit longer too, if you want to mix up with mm -hmm. a different lube or something as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So is it, it's safe for intercourse, obviously. What about anal play, toy play? It, what does it taste like? Is there any flavor or anything like that for oral? Yeah. Um, it's safe for everything. Which okay. Is great. That's what's so nice about water bases. And we chose every ingredient that we could, that is food grade. Um, and or natural. Mm -hmm. So it's safe. It's non-irritating. We even put it, um, had an RIPT test. So it's dermatologist tested oh, awesome. to be hypoallergenic and non-irritating. And water-based lubricants are safe with latex condoms, which is huge because there are a lot of CBD oils out there that people are using, but you can't use those with latex condoms. So that's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. and, and also any sex toy material is fine. So it's not going to degrade silicone like other loops can. So uh, it's really safe with everything. It naturally absorbs into the body. And um, also it has a really natural smell and taste. So we added a little bit of natural monk fruit okay. to it. And only to neutralize the natural smell of the lube itself. So it's not to add flavoring per se, but it just kind of neutralizes it. So it's just real clean, real natural. I didn't want it to be flavored. Per se. And so it smells nice and it tastes nice if you're using, if you're doing oral while using it, which is totally fine. So it's a really nice, versatile, high quality lubricant. And um, it comes in a glass bottle. And the reason that we did that with Go Love is because uh, research shows that 10% of CBD can be absorbed into plastic within oh 24 God. hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, and as well as plastic can go into your product as well. We all know about plastic. So we wanted the most quality packaging for a product like this. And also the glass is light resistant because light can degrade the quality of CBD oil. So our, yeah, so that's why we put it in a glass bottle that's light resistant, as well as using a, uh, a pump that can dispense and dose the two milligrams. So it's a really nice, pre nice thought through product. And all of the testing and the lab reports are on our website. Those are called certificates of analysis. Yeah. Um, so when looking at any CBD product, uh, you want to kind of get to know the manufacturer and who makes it, who's behind it, and go to their website and see that there is a certificate of analysis because that is a uh, regulation that they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And that's how you know that the CBD was tested for heavy metals and pesticides and things like that. So, yeah, I, I mean, like we do sell a lot of different CBD formula lubricants, stimulating gels, things like that. So, the only difference that I saw in the products guiltily being kind of unaware of, you know, what CBD could be used for, for pleasure. Cause it's so new and cr it's crazy how many things happened in the short, like it was two years of just getting CBD product, CBD product, CBD product. So knowing a little bit more, uh, I think that's, that's awesome that it's a really quality standard lubricant safe for everything. Yeah. I'm going to try it. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I hear um, men, men like it too, because it does that men have that have given us feedback said that it's actually enhanced their, their, 
their sensation a little bit. So mm-hmm. it feels a little bit better. And also in the same way that a woman could be up in her mind where we're busy with a lot of thoughts, guys have penis size issues, performance issues. Sure. And I get, and am I going to be able to make her orgasm? I really want to, but she hasn't. So like there could be a variety of, of things. Premature ejaculation could be oh, something yeah. that's on his mind. So the CBD properties of the anti-anxiety is really helpful for the couple as well. And then when you lower any stress or anxiety or body discomfort or add the slide that you need, all of a sudden now you're more free to connect and enjoy yourself and have more pleasurable intimacy. So all around the CBD loop had so many benefits to have better sex. Perfect. Well, I can't wait. That is exciting to me. I really appreciate all the new info, but I just want to thank you again for joining our podcast today. Mm -hmm. And you can get all of Dr. Sadie's books on her website. It's ticklekitty.com, correct? Mm -hmm. Perfect. And follow her on Instagram, Twitter at Dr. Sadie. There's a Dr. Sadie. Dr. Sadie Allison and at Go Love CBD. Go Love CBD. And at Tickle Kitty. <laughs> I've, right. I've got You're many. all over the place. I absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We got all the bases covered, all the education available for everyone. So that's perfect. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, you again. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for having me. It was really great talking with you and I loved all your questions. This was a lot of fun. Lovers lay, lovers lay, lovers lay, lovers lay. Couples that play together Stay together